Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host, and I'm so very glad to have you as a listener today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles and go to the book of Joshua. We'll be in Joshua chapter 14. I'm actually going to jump right in here in just a moment. Joshua chapter 14. The question I ask today is this, are you ready for an adventure? Are you ready for an adventure? I think this point could be illustrated by an account, an illustration, a recollection of mine from just a few days ago. Not that long ago, I was in Myanmar, Southeast Asia, in Burma. It was getting into the evening time. What was it? About uh, 6 o'clock or so? We'd had a long, full day, a good day. And the national pastor that we were with, solid man, just has built a thriving ministry there, has an orphanage, but has a church there that's doing, going gangbusters there. So, so invested in outreach and in reaching people with the gospel. And we got to partner along with them, print some gospel tracts for them. We're printing millions that will be going into that nation. God's people have allowed this to happen. The grace of God has allowed it to happen. And this pastor, his name is Pastor Tong, Tong Lian. His father just recently had a heart surgery. And so he was going to go visit his father. He asked, do you want me to drop you off at the hotel? And the gentleman I was with, Bob DeWitt, Baji Bob as he was called, he said immediately, hey, can we go with you to the hospital, visit your father? Baji has a huge heart, not only for people in general, but for the Myanmar people. And he loves his national pastors and he loves their families. And it was amazing just to watch him interact. And I, I wanted to just be a part of everything. I, I just soaked it all up and I tagged along. We went to the hospital. Realized this is Myanmar. There were 10 beds in a room that was probably uh, 40 by 20, maybe something like that. There was a bed. And little rack, a little closet, not even a closet, little tray table type thing to put some things in. Uh, there were benches. They looked like piano benches, one for each bed, so family and friends could could uh, stay there. You realize that oftentimes a family member will stay with the person that's in the hospital to actually care for them. The hospital does the quote-unquote major things like the surgeries and all that, but in many third world nations, you have to have someone with you. If you need help with something, if you need a helping hand to the restroom, if you need someone to go get you some water, if you, uh, the nurses don't take care of that stuff most of the time. And so there we are. And his father pulled through admirably, had a, a, a good surgery, no issues. So we were talking with him for a while. And then we began striking conversations with the other people in the ward. And all of them were having conversations amongst themselves. And we kind of jumped into the conversations and they were curious about us. There haven't been many foreigners in Myanmar. And I was described by one Myanmar man, uh, one Burmese man. He, he approached me. Uh, we were on a van together. And he said, uh, you are uh, huge. And you've got to realize I'm probably six inches or more taller than the average Burmese person. And over there, yes, I am huge. I'm probably a uh, Southeast Asian 3XL at minimum. But uh, there we are in the hospital. And we had the opportunity, Pastor Tong did, to lead a man to the Lord. And while he was doing so, we were on the other side of the room through an interpreter giving the gospel 
to another man. He was a family member of a person in the hospital. And there we are, talking. Of course, wanted to give them plenty of time. And through the interpreter, it always takes a little longer too. And you got to realize with a Burmese person, a Buddhist person, many of them have never heard the name Jesus before. You don't just jump into John 3.16. You've got to go back to creation. You've got to explain creator God and the Tamachenza, the Bible as it's called over there. We had the opportunity to open the Bible and to show him the very words of God and to proclaim to this man that this is the only source of true enlightenment, the only source of true hope. And we realized something. We only had one of our gospel booklets, one of our gospel tracts with us. You see, we thought we were going to the hospital, making a quick hospital visit, and going home, and we only had one left with us. And there were probably 15 people in that hospital ward, in that one room. And we were thinking, what do we do now? We've explained the gospel, but his answer about accepting Christ was, I need more time. I need to study this for myself. A perfect opening for us to say, perfect, well, let me leave you with this gospel tract. But we didn't have an extra one because we'd already given that one out to someone else. And Baji and I, we looked at each other. And Baji said, we will come back. Now, by this point, it's about 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. We will come back. He meant tonight. And so, we drove 30 minutes back to the city, back to Pastor Tong's house, and we picked up about 40, 50, 60 of these booklets, these tracts. And we drove back 30 minutes. If you've never driven in a third world nation, I wasn't the one driving because I wouldn't have been safe because most of the other people around aren't safe. The honking, the swerving, the lines on the road, they're just suggestions in Myanmar. But we make it back, and we walk in. And for those people to tell us how much they respected the fact that we came back, it was, it was about 10 o'clock at night by the time we left, maybe 9.45 by the time we actually finally left. The thought that came to mind immediately, though, was this. That day, that evening, as much of a quote-unquote inconvenience, it wasn't... I, a Christian should be living for the gospel. I'm not talking about pastors, evangelists, missionaries. I'm talking about Christians. We should live for the gospel. For us to go get a gospel tract for a searching soul and to give it to him so that he can read it and to watch that man and the many others. We, we brought so many back with us. We went to some of the other wards and handed them out there as well. We coded that entire ward of the hospital, that wing of the hospital with gospel tracts. To think that night, we... Because we had more gospel tracts, we could go back and get more. Because we had given out the very last one that we had. But what about the day that we truly run out of gospel tracts? That day, more, more gospel tracts were only a half hour away. Half hour there, half hour back. But there will come a day in the country of Myanmar. There will come a day in your neck of the woods. You say, there's always more gospel tracks. Uh, how? 
because ministries like Bible Tracks Incorporated print them by the grace of God and the giving of God's people. So I ask you today, would you consider partnering with the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated? I, I love gospel track stories. We'll share more in the coming days from me and my people accepting Christ and reading so intently to see these Buddhist people reading the story of how a monk, a Buddhist monk, that's what the tract is about that we were giving out, about a Buddhist monk that found true enlightenment in the pages of the Tamachenza, the Word of God. He read the Bible, and the Holy Spirit of God worked in his life, and he accepted Christ. And that's what that gospel tract tells a story of. And to see these Burmese people reading that story, and to think that there may come a day when the presses stop running, and there are no more boxes of gospel tracts. And we give out the very last one. I ask you as we go into this coming year, my prayer is not to raise grand amounts of money so I can have a, a big house and a nice car. Nope. I'm well taken care of. God's taken care of me. I'm blessed. You give money to Bible Tracks Incorporated. Uh, you're giving towards gospel tracks. I can tell you, if you give money right now, you would be helping print gospel tracks. You can even earmark it and designate it for that purpose. But I ask you, would you consider partnering with our ministry, not in a one-time way, but in a recurring basis? My prayer for this coming year is that God would raise up an army of people that will partner with us on a monthly basis. I'm praying for many that maybe will say, I, I could do $25 a month. Maybe you say, I, I could do $250 a month. Well, praise the Lord. Whatever you can do, not equal gifts, but equal sacrifice. Maybe you say, you know what? I could do $5 a month. Whatever you could do, we'd be very grateful, but I can guarantee you there will be souls in heaven to your account because of your giving. I had the opportunity to go on an adventure, and tomorrow on the broadcast, we are going to look at and conclude a concept, a thought, a theme, as we look at Joshua chapter 14, about a man named Caleb, and how, yes, he went on an adventure, but what was it about Caleb that made him so different? What was it, what is it, about a man like Baji Bob, I wonder, that makes him so different? that he'd spend wide swaths of time in a war-torn, military-ruled country like Myanmar. I want to be more like that, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I look at Baji and I think, uh, there's a challenge. I look at the gospel tracks and the fearlessness and I say, that's something to aspire to. I'm not perfect and I never will be. But I can tell you this, friend, I want to be more bold with my witness. And I want to partner with ministries and with people that are bold with their witness. I'll tell you what, the team here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, the people that make up this ministry, the supporters, the partners just like you, the people that are listening to this broadcast right now, oh, friend, God's people are the best people. And I'm so thankful for the fact that I get to serve alongside you. 
I'm thankful for the opportunity, yes, to come to a place like Southeast Asia, but I'm thankful that day in, day out, I get to communicate with people like you on Bible Tract Echoes. Let me encourage you, if you have a question, a comment, a criticism even, or a concern, I'd love to hear them from you. We can't fix it unless we know it's a problem, right? So would you text me if you have a question? Maybe you just want to reach out, ask a question about my trip. I'd love to talk about it with you. Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. Let's talk about going on an adventure tomorrow on the broadcast. Listen in. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.